At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Shoe the Dough is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoot the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon, Central, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you can introduce the podcast if you'd like. Just go Meg. to AaronandDanae.com. Grab your recording device. The one on your phone will work perfectly. And then just shoot us an email. Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. The script again is at our website, Aaron and Danae.com. How are you feeling, Danae? Good. Yeah? Yes. I'm feeling really good. Yeah. What's going on in your life? In general? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Like what's in your brain? I've purchased a discarded gummy worm that's three pounds. <laughs> Have we talked about that yet on the show? I don't think so. Okay. My Tell us about this gummy worm. My really good friend made a post on Facebook that said, that she had to take an Ambien to go to sleep. And when she woke up the next morning, she was informed via email that her three-pound gummy worm, raspberry gummy worm, wow. had shipped to her house, was on its like shipping process. She, she tried to cancel it. It didn't work. She didn't remember ordering it at all. No. And so, so she is she is online shopping under the influence. Yes, which I didn't know was a possibility yeah. with Ambien, but apparently sleep it is. Sleep shopping, basically. So that happened, and I'm going to be connecting with her to purchase said gummy worm because she what, wants to get rid of it. One more time. Maybe we have talked about this. Maybe one more time what she ordered. A three-pound. Three-pound. Raspberry gummy worm. Raspberry gummy worm. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to uh, procure said worm, uh-huh. and then when we do our next live show in Springfield, Missouri, yeah, yeah. which... Uh, Stay tuned for more information on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to like slice it up and then let everybody have a little piece of this. <laughs> like hors d'oeuvres? Yes, like our, like an hors d'oeuvre. Oh, a raspberry gummy something, hors d'oeuvre. Something else kind of fun in my life is yeah. I subscribe to only one month of World of Warcraft. Okay. So I have restarted playing and I've been doing some Let's Plays with the guys at Flick Freaks. Oh, that's fun. So... I've started a new character and I've started playing the game again, but I only got it for one month just to see if I can like be responsible in my, <laughs> in my duties in life. Sure. So no, I totally understand. Do you feel like though, when you subscribe to something that's monthly like that, that you have to take like full advantage of it, you know, where it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm subscribed. So now I have to play like all the time. Okay. Good question. Good question. I have, I have two Two possibilities here. One, I paid a monthly subscription. I already paid the fee to uh-huh. World of Warcraft or to yeah. Blizzard, I guess. Well, yeah. Okay. So I can play the game. I do want to try to fulfill some element of gameplay, although mm-hmm. I already feel satisfied. I'm already happy. I've already kind of... I saw Warcraft the movie and then wanted to go back in and play. And so you've I'm already kinda, f- satiated that I, need. I think it's pretty good. I, I'm doing pretty good. I'm more motivated by inside the game itself is that 
to do these let's plays, you have to get to the next level so that you can go into the next dungeon. And, sure. And so I have I, my motivation is more like group motivation. I, I guess that makes sense. I just know that feeling uh, when I go to a buffet and it's like, OK, I paid my seven dollars or whatever. And I have access to all of this food, all these different types of foods. Like I feel like I have to get my money's worth. So I'll go back and get, you know, a little bit of everything or a little bit more of some things. And just like, you know what? It's the same price. Might as well gorge, you know, might as well binge a little bit. I I don't do that. Yeah. I try to keep it all That's a even. good thing. I don't know, maybe. I hope it's a good thing because it's what I do. Better, <laughs> better person than I. I did get a subscription to uh, YouTube Red. Okay. And have not once tried it. But Why it's did like you do three it? months free. Why did, oh, it's free. Yeah. So oh, I, when you say get a subscription, then you you accepted a free subscription. I accepted subscription. a free promotional period, but I have not once looked into oh, it. Oh, they're going to get you. That's the perfect way to get you because I know. if you it's never three go months, if you too. right, if you never go check it out three months from now, are you really going to go remember to undo that? I have it in my calendar. You should undo that now. I put it if in my calendar. If you haven't checked it out yet, not once. Undo it now. Not While once. you're thinking about it, go undo it. Don't risk it. Be done with it. You know what I mean? Because all of a sudden you'll see a charge for 10 bucks on your your card and you'll be like, what? What is this? And it's that YouTube thing you never use. Okay. Before we move on to the show proper, we're going to peruse the news and then we're going to do a new music digest yeah. today. Um, in the chat room, because we record this in, with a live uh, internet audience, uh, Jason says that his dad s- slept drove to the store on Ambien a few years ago. Whoa. And Sleep so, driving. Yeah, and so his mom hides the keys if he takes one. Whoa. I I think, I remember now, hearing several stories about people who take Ambien and they just basically function. Can I ask a question? But not actively. Can I like, ask a question? Um, it's scary. Because I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this, but this is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. The phrase blackout drunk. Yes. Like I, where you're yeah. so drunk that you don't remember anything that you did. It's now, like that only... Are you more functional on Ambien than you would be if you were drunk, or does Ambien also like slow down the, you know, response times, or like how to, how does it affect the brain? Like I'm just uh, very unaware of that kind of stuff. I don't know, but it's so, something that I'm curious about too. Because that's what it sounds like to me. I, you know, I've I've heard people talk, you know, about being blackout drunk and about not remembering what they right. did in that kind of thing. But I, I will not I make didn't... mention of personal experience with that. <laughs> we will move on. <laughs> but it is a real thing. <laughs> So I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> All right, you ready to shoot a dough? I'm ready to shoot the dough. All right, we'll start off with some uh, peruse the news, and uh, then we'll head on to our new music digest. Uh, Danae, why don't you start us off? <laughs> and now, from the corners of the globe, if a globe had corners, which it doesn't, news as we peruse the news. <laughs> I always wondered about that phrase. What? The corners of the globe. Oh. What's if the globe was a mat? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I get it. Courageous robot escapes oppressors. Runs out of battery <laughs> in the middle of the road. So I just like how we immediately assign motive to this well, robot called, that just did its thing. It's called the Promobot. It's a Russian robot designed to move around independently and test the limits of its artificial intelligence and push the boundaries by escaping its test facility. So it's actually been programmed to try to escape. <laughs> That's the worst idea ever. That is the 
listen, can we just program <laughs> robots to do what we tell them to do? We Why better. are we experimenting with programming them to disobey us? This is the worst idea ever. The robot uses uh. advanced AI to move around obstacles in a Russian testing facility. Uh, oh, a, no. a, a field, I guess. It's, it doesn't say facility. It's a sure, field. Sure. So that changes everything, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, one of its business, biggest obstacles, however, is the gate that ensures that it stays inside this facility. The gate was accidentally left open by a Promobot engineer. And so the Promobot saw its opportunity <laughs> and went for it and escaped. Oh, but get this, get mercy. this. This is the best. It only made it about 50 meters, like 165 maybe feet, before its battery died. <laughs> and then it entered onto a roadway and caused... 30 minutes of a traffic jam of people stopping to pose for photos with this robot that's literally just sitting (laughs) battery dead in the middle of the road. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, I'm telling you. This is our world. This is our world. Listen, I haven't always felt this way, but I am genuinely getting to the place where I believe the singularity is one of the biggest threats facing this planet. I I'm genuinely getting to the place where I believe us teaching robots so much that they learn how to function themselves and then at some point decide that they don't need us anymore and so they're going to get rid of us is an actual reality. Like I I used to joke about it. I used to joke about it all the time. I'm kind of believing it. Yeah. Like it's It's legit could happen. Like of all the sci-fi things, that legitimately could happen. And you still want to have a... Implants. Oh yeah! Like, listen, if I'm part cyborg, they'll love me. I'll be on their team. I'll be like part them. Like, can't get rid of this one. He's part robot. Uh, in the chat, absolutely. Skynet is real. Absolutely. What's your next one? Or your first one, rather? Uh, California close to rolling out two billion dollar plan to house the homeless population. Uh, so they're looking at see in California, which um, one of the things they deal with, especially because of the the warm climate, the temperate climate. Is it's a it is a great place for homeless to live because they don't need a home to survive. You know, in other climates, right. so you know you'll find in Southern California, especially a very large homeless population. Also, because a lot of people go there with dreams of doing certain things, and those dreams get dashed, yep. and things happen. So they're trying to figure out exactly what to do. Uh, they've got this two billion dollar plan uh, to I think fourteen thousand house units that they're going to put in the state for homeless people to take. Uh, advantage of and to use and to be honest i feel like i need a lot more information to know how i feel about this well they're going to be using something called the millionaire's tax it raises taxes on millionaires by one percent and so they're using that to fund bonds and then they're hoping to be able to pay back those bonds that's the the hope but here's where i go back and forth that's exactly right but that's why i go back and forth Mm -hmm. you know part of me is like yes we should do our best to make sure that people have a roof over their head and food to eat and are helped out. But man, when it comes from the government, it just always seems to be taken advantage of. And it always seems to be moving towards, you know, the people who work hard being forced to support the people who decide not to work. Well, in this study and others about homelessness that I've you know, been looking into mm-hmm. over the maybe the last few years. There's something that kind of seems to be prevalent in each of them, and that is that if you address it, if you address homelessness in one way, it'll save you money on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the the study found that San Francisco can save 56% in expenses over four years. And that makes me even 
after like housing it. the homeless. That makes me like it even less. I like the idea that they're doing this because of money instead of actual human. That is actually the exact reason that it but bothers me. But you're talking about like the, those expenses are coming from, you know, the cities themselves. So I yeah, think yeah. they're just trying to go. Well, no, no, no. They're coming from save, private citizens. It's kind of like if you've got a leak, some kind of a leak in your home, you know, mm-hmm. and you can just let it keep dripping and it's it has an expense or right. you can try to deal with it so that the drip doesn't eventually cause more problems later. And I think they're just trying to get ahead of. What they see to be a trend in a race. Oh, no, I I totally get what they're doing. What I'm saying is you don't solve the problem by making it so impersonal. I I really feel like these problems are so much better solved on a personal level by, you know, people impacting people and caring about each other. Like building homes? You don't think that's a personal way of interacting? No. No, the government building a house is completely impersonal. Now, if it were Habitat for Humanity and the way that they do things, that's a very personal way of approaching it. So, yeah, I, I, I hope that, you know, the homeless people um, are able to be taken care of. But I think in the end, this creates more homeless people. We will see. Yeah. And again, I don't claim to know that, that for not. sure. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Uh, something else happening in California is, you know, there's a obviously like a heat wave that's going on. There's been a drought in recent years. And um, there's also energy use in California. There's other places, too, that will kind of obviously ask to stop using water as much and use resources as much. But California companies have to switch to a time of use rate by 2019. And this new energy change uh, means that they're going to be charging you more for energy used during certain parts of the day. So it's based on the time of use. Okay. So Nest, which is a kind of a cool company, they do the drop cam was absorbed by Nest. Mm -hmm. Nest is absorbed by Alphabet. Alphabet runs Google that whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah um we've got we've got nest cams by the way well we got them when they were drop cams right yeah uh what they're going to do is nest is going to work in conjunction with cities and if they provide the metrics nest will automatically help to adjust your energy use at your home so that it m- meets those standards oh that's cool which it already does that you can already set your nest to find the most efficient yeah, the automated way. home is is a really really interesting and powerful way to to go about so that'll be, resources. that'll be really interesting to see California kind of go through this because, especially in conjunction with a company like Nest, I think it may impact the rest of the country. You know, you think of the future of, you know, like home resources and those kind of things. I get really excited because I feel like so many of us would do so much more if it, if it were easier, if we understood it, you know, like I think if I could like at my house, I could say, you know, okay, home, okay, Google home. Um, when I shower, only use two liters of water. You know, and then it, it just happened as opposed to, you know, thinking, measuring it out yourself, yeah, measuring it out yourself and <laughs> yeah. figuring it out or, or all those kind of things. And I, I'm, I know that's part laziness on my part. I'm not saying like, you know, that absolves me. I'm just saying I'm really excited for a thermostat or a water, you know, um, even if you could tell it what temperature to set the water. So you're not, you don't have to heat as much, you know, do that whole thing where you spend the first 10 minutes running water trying to get the temperature right. You know but then I mean? your home is going to be run by AI, <laughs> which is a problem we just talked about a moment ago. But I'm going to be a cyborg, so it's not going to matter to me. Uh, my next one, when this dad got a tattoo to match his son's cancer scar, it gave the child more than just a confidence boost. Uh, this is a very sweet picture of a dad who got a tattoo on the side of his head that matches uh, the scar that's on his son's head from his operation. And I don't know, there's just something so beautiful about seeing sacrifice personified like that, you know, and to see, uh, not sacrifice. What I mean is, um, community 
the idea of being with someone and letting them know that you're there for them. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. It's really cool because uh, Gabriel, the son who's eight years old, um, was expressing that he wasn't feeling very confident. He has a bald head and then he has an entire, you know, basically the entire right section of his um Yeah, it's like a big C scar. It's like yeah. a C, sec- it's like mm-hmm. a C on it, mm-hmm. you know. And he was feeling really down about people looking at him. So his dad said, well, now people will look at the both of us. And it's neat because his scar, actually, the way that it's been, you know, tattooed, it looks really real. It's kind of neat. The dad, I actually, when I first saw the picture, I, the dad's scar looks more real than the, the, the kid's scar. Yeah. Because the, the kid's scar has healed, you know, probably quite a bit since he got the tattoo. But mm-hmm. the dad's, the dad's tattoo is, you know. Still a little, it looks a little swollen, maybe a little inflamed. And yeah, it's got more redness to it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. But I agree with you. It's a sweet, it's a sweet um, throw to what it means to join somebody in their mm-hmm. wounding and say, I'm here with you. We're going to do this together and to kind of show, you know, and as his little kid's hair grows back and as the dad's hair grows back, you know, they'll, they'll have that still, you know, kind of underneath their hair. I used to, there's a really powerful... Um, message about scars and how important they are to our relationships with other people. Uh, I mean, both literal and metaphorical scars in our lives because they are a sign that we're all healing, you know, that we, that we all have something that, you know, has gone wrong or has hurt us and that together, you know, when we, when we see each other's scars, you know, we can know we're in the same place, you know, in the same place and need a healing and need a hope and all those kind of things. So I, this to me is a visual representation of kind of that thought. Really sweet story. Uh, my last one is uh, about drones. The U.S. has announced the new ground rules for the use of commercial drones. And this is something that's been coming for a while, especially after Christmas last year. It became really evident people are interested in buying drones. Um, and there's been kind of an uprise about who owns airspace over individuals' heads and individuals' rights. So there's still a lot yet to really kind of go through, but this is a 600-page regulation, uh, so it's a lot of information. But essentially, you have to pass a written exam every two years. You have to keep the aircraft within sight, avoid flying it over people, and at night, you can't fly it at night. Uh, You also can't fly within five miles of an airport. It's a lot of rules. But the regulations, and there's more than that too, but um, some of the regulations can be waived if the operator shows that they can mitigate the risk associated with operating at night or flying over people or operating beyond the lines of sight. So I think what they're trying to do is just create like, you have to show us that you have the skills to use this device and not yeah. hurt other people yeah. and endanger other people, especially in these circumstances. So. It's interesting because there's... There are very few products that come out on a consumer level before this stuff is taken care of. Yeah. And drones did. Yeah. Like drones came out they on broke. a consumer level before like regulations had really come into place. And so what happens when that happens is you start to realize all the places where regulations can help. Like privacy is a big one with drones, you know, flying over your neighbor's yeah. lawn and seeing into their backyard or Especially ones whatever. that have cameras on them. Yeah, exactly. Which most of them uh and then just safety. They are dangerous. You know, you get them too high, they can, you know, get into airspace and all that kind of stuff. So it's they're great technology. Like they're really fun technology, but it's it, you know, you I just saw, gotta use them right. I saw a video, um I saw a video of uh somebody it was like at a run festival 
and there was a drone that was kind of flying over and you've got all these people dressed in like you know ren fair clothes mm -hmm. yeah yeah and one guy like picks up i don't think it, it was not a javelin it wasn't a straight long spear like thing mm -hmm. i think it was more like a rope with the two balls on the end okay i don't remember what that thing's called a bolo is it yeah a bolo mm -hmm. and he just like lobs it up totally ren style and takes <laughs> out this drone which I thought was hilarious. But awful for the drone owner. Awful for the drone owner. However, it, that drone owner can, you know, there's, everyone has to be registered. So I'm sure they can figure out like filing an insurance. Oh, and I'm sure they will. I hope so. I'm sure they it's will figure like it out. Not like they're cheap. <laughs> All right. My last one. Uh, really amazing story. Infant with brain growing outside his skull saved by pioneering surgery. Um, this is an uh, incredibly rare condition where the brain starts to grow through part with like weak and soft parts of the skull. And so it starts to develop outside of the actual skull, which of course makes it susceptible to so many things, makes it very dangerous. And they were told that their child really had no chance of life because of this. And yet the child was born, the child's thriving. They, you know, protect this child. The pictures are a adorable um and just you know it, it it's almost interesting it almost is like a uh i'm trying to I almost said doctor who but um like a dr seuss kind of character with you know the totally different shape of the head and the interesting hair and yet here it is this child is in danger you know 24 7 and so they developed a new type of surgery that would help him out and help him to keep living as long as he can. This is incredible because with the use of 3D printing, they were able to print a series of skulls that had his opening style and then figure out what they had to do to literally fit this child's brain with a new skull back into his head with this yeah. new skull. And they had to do measurements of what each part of the brain tissue was. They discovered that his skull was too small to fit all of his brain inside. And so they had to like do some, so it's been a long journey and they had to wait for him to kind of get strong enough to endure it. But what was crazy is that he survived. Like he kept thriving and growing and yeah. functioning. Um, so the, the surgery has been complete if I read this correctly. And um, he may have lost his eyesight. They're not sure yet. And they don't know obviously long-term. Yeah. But as for right now, all of his, all of his gear is back inside of his skull. Yeah, wild. I, it's it's incredible. It's incredible the combination of technology with medical that we get to experience right now. Yeah. So it's kind of, that was that was a really interesting article. I thought too. Just the idea of building a skull for somebody, you know, of of being able to do that, and not just a helmet, but an actual, you know, functioning skull that could keep that brain had, from being impacted he had you know? a lot of his skull but then they had to like craft the other parts of it well but see the the difference is right between a helmet and a skull is uh, you know a helmet is built to let the skull take you know a little bit of the the impact but if you've got you know the brain right outside you can't just put a helmet on that because a little bit of impact is you know the worst kind of thing so it actually has to function in the same way with Kind of the the fluid in the middle and the ability for it to you know slosh around and move and do you ever think about that effect your brain sloshing around in there it's swimming. My brain your is brain being is swimming bathed. in your. <laughs> I, I like to think it's it more of as a waterfall type kind of a thing. It's in an oxygen. Did you know hot the, tub. there's a cerebral pulse? Uh no. So 
here's something that's there's a blood brain brain barrier that i knew about so this is an actual pulse of spinal fluid as it bathes from your brain down your spinal column and back up wow and you can actually hear it if you're in super super quiet circumstances (laughs) you can hear your brain shower you can hear your brain pulse wow that's amazing isn't that incredible that's that's where the phrase brainstorming came from. <laughs> See? Is it? It all makes sense. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, well, there's a peruse the news. Now we're going to be moving on to some new music digest. But first. Thank you so much to our patron supporters. Just today we were asked how much longer until new music digest is launched. We are under $20 away per month of support at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae before we relaunch New Music Digest as into a weekly its podcast. own weekly podcast. Yeah, so, so excited about that. We'd love to see your support there. Everything that we do is able to be done because people just like you decide to give a couple bucks every month to make it happen. Uh, thank you so much to those dozens of people Yeah, just over like 26 or 27 yeah. people that support us. And we want you to know if you've supported us in the past and you had to stop, thank you for your support. You got us to this point too. If you're thinking about supporting us, like Aaron said, a buck a month is a huge That's where help. You start. Our yeah. podcasts are free, and our streaming on Mixler is also free. Uh, but what it takes to run the ship, not so free. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys chipping in and helping us out here at the studio, so that we can continue to make shows just like this one. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always write to us, Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. Uh, again, though, if you want to see how to support us, Patreon.com/slash Aaron and Danae. I think it's really good uh, to mention the fact of the, you know, NMD going weekly as kind of the next perk or whatever, because we have a new music digest today. So uh, now we get to do them every once in a while. And Um, the format changed a bit when we decided to, when we pulled back. So uh, it's not going to feel like the new music digests um, that we have done in the past. Not completely, but it's always very similar. You know, the, the heart of it is, right, listening to new music together as friends for the first time and just talking about it. I remember doing that. I remember doing that back in the day. Today, were you were you meaning to give me some? I just some thought I'd bring music? you some music. Okay, I mean, what is this? Oh, is this the Bieber from the eighties thing? <laughs> yeah. All right. Is this hilarious? It's more hilarious if you watch the video, right? Because it's got him in like an 80s oh, outfit. Oh, oh, The still shot? Yeah, it adds something. It adds just, something just, to it. This is, uh, hold on. This is what do you mean redone 1985 style? <laughs> How funny is that? It's very funny. I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. I, don't, I, I faded you out. I don't normally um, I don't normally jump in. Hijack. On, on, hijack, hijack is on, the word you're looking yeah, for, Danae. I did. I hijacked with Bieber. I was just saying <sighs> it's a well worthy hijack. Uh, I was what I was just saying was I remember in high school waiting for a new album to come out, grabbing it, going to my best friend's house, you know, chilling out in their bedroom and listening it together and talking about, oh, I love that part, or you know, oh, that's cool what they said there. And I've, I've always thought it's interesting, you know, to review music so sterilely, like, you know, you see music reviews, uh, just doesn't kind of capture that energy of listening to new music for the first time. So 
Uh, that's kind of where New Music Digest was born. That's why we do it this way. And uh, each time we do one, we listen to a few albums and then uh, the, just the first couple songs, the first little bit, and then talk about, you know, which one we want to hear another one from. So it also has evolved, too, to where now we actually have help in accumulating the, the uh, songs because it's Chef always. It's always been Aaron actually going in and finding these albums. So I usually listen having had zero idea of what was coming my way, which now we both is super do. fun. Yeah. And since uh, BDG decided to help out and become kind of a co-producer here with us on Shoe the Dough here, um, Aaron, yeah, you get to experience this music fresh, fresh ears too. You ready to get into it? Yeah, I am super ready. We'll do three albums. The first three songs of each will have a, a few, and we kind of see it as a meal. You know, New Music Digest is a meal, so these are your three, or, three nom, entrees. Nom, nom. Yeah, exactly. In together. Here we go. Song number one from album number one sounds like this. Wasn't expecting old timey piano. I'm liking it though. On the downtown train. Oh my goodness, that reminds me. That reminds me of like, you know who this reminds me of? Like old Barry Manilow. I can absolutely see Manilow recording this in the 70s. I was waiting for that. For That's what I wanted. With like a little more of the I fullness. wanted to hear the fullness. Yeah. yeah. So the Barry Manilow influ- influence is totally gone now. Um, I, I'm really enjoying this. I also have to admit something. I've heard this. I, because Chef BDG got us this playlist a week ago, because yeah. we were originally going to do a new music digest last week, Yeah, I had my playlist on random, and this song came on, oh. and I was like, oh, I like this. This is cool. You didn't know that this was what it was, though. So, full disclosure, I'm hearing this for the second time. I like it. Let's hear the next one. Sounds like the Beatles from the 80s instead of the 60s. I would agree with that. Mm, interesting. If the Beatles had... Carried on. All right, let's let's check out the next one. Definitely very 80s. There's a very 80s feel to it. I'm on a mission to feel that someone is steering the wheel. This wagon jumps off the main track. I'll be back. Man, that voice. Who does he sound like? Yeah, he's old, got a... Old Newsboys, maybe? Like the old, you know, like, Breakfast in Hell days. Yeah. And... I don't know what that means. Um... <laughs> I was thinking Out more of context, like I was it probably thinking, sounds very strange. I was thinking more like the Breakfast Club when you said the breakfast. Oh, I see. And I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. feels like that too a little yeah, bit. So sure, sure. Uh, also reminds. Of, I don't know that I'm liking it. Really? Too much. Yeah. 
Can you put your finger on what what it is that's that you're not liking? Um, is it too throwbacky? Yeah, I feel like I'm watching Neverending Story, which I love. <laughs> I love. Yeah. I'm definitely it's just, hearing. There's a time and a place for like that. John James kind of. This vocal. isn't. This so far isn't one that I'm gonna be like. Oh, I'm listening to this one this week. Okay. Let's okay. See what the okay. Third song Full does. disclosure, since we're being really honest. Oh, okay. I never have left New Music Digest and gone and listened to another album. <laughs> not one time. You don't. That's not you. Uh, it used to be. I used to like totally obsess over music. I know, but, but I would it's get not one anymore. album and I would like cycle through the same song right. until I could learn it perfectly. When's the last but, time you did that? See ya. Did you listen to the Sia album that much? I know no, you really I never enjoyed... listened to the album. See, that's I what I'm saying. You don't even do that songs. anymore, really. No. New Music Digest, if for no other reason, to support what we do so that we can do this every week. <laughs> it's the only way that Danae ever hears new music. She just doesn't listen to it. All right, third song. Next song. Oh, and then we need to know who this is now that we're into the third song. Yeah, uh, this is Peter Bjorn and John. The album's called Breaking Point. We went to New York, the air was still warm. We walked around the shops and cafes. And I tried to Bonus points for saying cafes. Follow the leaks in my brain. It's a throwback to what we were talking about earlier. A Swedish indie pop rock band formed in Stockholm in 99 and named after the first names of the band members. Imagine that. (laughs) Are there three of them? Peter, Bjorn, and John? Or is the first guy named Peter Bjorn? Peter, Bjorn, and I think there's three. Okay, because I don't see comments. I don't know. This song's called Do-Si-Do. Yep, there's three. Swedish, huh? Yeah. From Stockholm. Maybe that's why I love it so much. I've been trapped with it for three songs now, and I'm just tricking myself into loving it. It's a deep kidnapping reference. I do like that there seems to be some depth in like the different instruments that are popping in that have like some good little fun percussion, like that'll kind of come in. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of fun. There's definitely a variety of things, but it's all very much 80s, right? Like it, it all feels very much from that era. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Consistently. Which, again, we've seen over and I've over had... in new music recently is that's the era that people are drawn to right now. Well, it's just like fashion. It all comes back around again. I'm just waiting for the Jinko pants say. to come back around. That's what they say. Come on, Jinko jeans. Album number two. Here we go. Sick and tired of things getting tough Never gonna be enough Sick and tired of fights starting wars Never gonna be enough Is Tegan and Sarah? Yes! Is that a record? That well, may be the quickest you've ever identified a band. I, I had it the first time that they did. The first time that they split into harmony, I was like, oh, this is Tegan and Sarah. But I wanted to hear it again just to be sure. Nobody hurts you like me What do you think? 
You're, you're kind of a Tegan and Sarah fan, right? I really enjoy Tegan and Sarah. I'm fascinated by twins. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, are they twins? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. They're. I just knew they sounded great together. Oh, they're like identical. Now, yeah, they're identical twins, twins and they have a really interesting creation process. They oftentimes yeah. will completely they, they live apart from each other. They write their own songs and then they come back together and they you know, tweak things or learn things, but But you're right about their harmonies. They're very interesting. Well, they've been singing together for a long time. There's also some dissonance in there, which I always find interesting. All right, here's song number 2. Sorry. Don't listen to music literally. <laughs> That's it's more fun that way. There's an 80s feel again, right? Goodness, yeah, so <laughs> strong. Now I gotta be honest. I think I'm feeling about this one the way you were feeling about the first one. Yeah. I don't see myself going back to this. I, I like them. I like yeah. their sound, and it's enjoyable enough. But the first one, I can kind of see myself going back and like re-diving into. I can tell, because you're turning it down a lot more than you were the last one. <laughs> <laughs> you want controls? We should have independent volume controls, one on each side. Let's listen to one more, though. All right, here's the third song. I don't like it. That was, that was harsh. Yeah. This one I don't like. What is it? It feels, is it? Po- it feels more like a uh, radio pop. Too pop. Is this boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That's funny. That's funny because I was just looking at their information on Wikipedia yeah, yeah, yeah. and I knew that they came out with their first single boyfriend. And yeah. I, it's like I can hear a radio song and I just don't <laughs> like them. I don't want to hear the same you songs over and over again on radio. Yeah. This one's going to hit all those, you know. Yeah. Get to the hook. So it's interesting. It definitely has the same 80s feel to it. Mm hmm. Which again, this is like not the first time it's happened in recent history with NMD. No, 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 no. Um, but just a little bit about Tegan and Sarah. They were born in uh, 1980, just a couple months before I was born. So we're, oh, pr- we're, we're, the same, we're the same age, pretty much. Uh, this is their eighth album, Aaron. That's amazing. Eight. Wow. Yeah, and I first like one a year. They are. They've always been, you know, very. Uh, they've always written songs and used to do stuff like at their school Com- with talent shows and yeah, things like that. Um, common- but Go ahead. I was going to say common in the live chat. Mm-hmm. Sounds too fake Madonna. I can hear that. It does feel a little bit like a, uh, you know, kind of a Madonna impersonation a little bit. I first uh, fell into Tegan and Sarah, um, I think like six or six years ago or so. Um, and their albums have changed and just as their lives have changed and their experience with music and everything. So it's been kind of fun because they're one of those, 
bands that I've sort of followed a little bit here and there. So that's nice. It's interesting to hear how many, this how, album then and kind of go, oh, okay, this is sort of the feel to that. How many artists do you think you would say you have that with these days that you kind of keep in touch with? You want to know when they're doing new stuff. I mentioned Sia. That's probably one. I think Bjork will always be one for you that you're interested yeah. in what she's doing. Yeah, I always really like to get into to Bjork's music just it's, to listen to it because it's so all unexpected. All three of those are really quirky females. What? That's weird. You wouldn't <laughs> think that I would like quirky female <laughs> music, wouldn't you? So strange. So weird. <laughs> um, you also really got into what was the what was the young girl? Lauren. That, um, well, you love Lauren Daigle, but I met um the girl that did the really interesting song. Didn't sound like anything else that was on the radio at the time. Why can I not remember oh, her name? Lord. Lord, yes. I caught Lord before anybody else did. Yeah, That's you did. True. You were you were playing that around the I remember you playing that around the offices well before <laughs> anybody had heard it. So that was fun. I like quirky music. Unless it's guys. No Owl City. Owl City is not quirky. Oh, Owl City is so quirky. No. Yes, he is. Owl City is on Ambien doing music <laughs> with a healthy mix well, you didn't of like, candy. You didn't, you didn't like the Rocket Summer, I don't think either. He's definitely quirky. Anyways. That's all right. Hey, listen. I know? love that you're still trying to figure me out as if I know myself well <laughs> enough to help you. That's true. All right. Ready for the third album? Yep. Here we go. Song number one. Guitar! <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo! I think we're firmly into rock and roll territory I, now. I, we've we've switched. <laughs> Danae has that look on her face that she gets when she really thinks she might know who that is. She is deep in thought. Getting it? You, you think you want to take a stab at it? I like the music. Yeah, I'm it's digging very this. full. It's very full. It's full. It's it's right on. Very tight. So now we're listening on really nice headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But still, I'm frustrated with the end result of their mix. Oh, it's too I murky. I always, always want to hear more of the singer. Yeah. And when you've got this full, wide, like... Wall of sound. Wall of sound. Yeah, yeah. And you have this... Like, I want to hear him. I want to hear his... Especially when there's distortion and crunch and all that stuff that goes with rock mm -hmm. music. It can really... Yeah. It was like the first part of the song when they first started. It was like just acoustic. And I was uh -huh. like, oh, I'm loving this. I love when someone just sings with acoustic. And then it just like, it was like, and then electricity and came. And then this. And then electricity. Thank you, Thomas Edison. Not get key for 
They also have that faded echoey vocal effect on yeah. him as well, which like, a lot of bands are like doing these days. Like he's singing the face away from the microphone yeah, yeah, yeah. towards the hallway. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, buddy, we're over here. <laughs> I wonder if that shows our age that we prefer, like, crisp, clear. Could you just speak into the microphone, son? We're here, kid. We're over here. Why are you singing there? Right, let's go to the next song. All right. Do you have a guess? No, I have no idea who this is. All right, that song was called Hurricane, by the way. It's following a really interesting pattern of delivering the sound, mm-hmm. right? It's the first four measures are the introduction and then like a quietness and then he speaks and mm-hmm. you know, then it kicks into, you know, it's like it's, you know what to expect. Sure. And in a weird way, it also is kind of 80s, even though it's rock and roll. It definitely. This is 90. This is 90. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely feel. right. Yeah, 90s, yeah absolutely. this feels very Nirvana in a way to me. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood in this song. Okay. That no. You, when you say Nirvana, yeah. That did verse, you hear that? Oh yeah. In the, it, even the drums. And you know what it reminds me of? I mean, it it's obviously smells like Teen Spirit. It is whatever, never mind. But, but I always think of the, I always think of the Weird Al. Oh. And, and he, when he does the like, Inarbal and Garbal and Garbal's golf with all these marbles in my mouth or whatever he says oh. there. That's the part I always think of. Uh, let's go to the next song. All right, song number three. That's a little different. Oh, I'm supposed to tell you who it is. Do you want to guess before I do? Nope, I'm ready. It's thrice. No idea who that is. American rock band from Irvine, California, formed in 1998. There you go. What do you think of them? We haven't really talked a lot about their sound since the first we go, so we kind of liked it. Well, it's making sense to me that they started in the late 90s because yeah. it feels like that kind of a grunge rock band They've been me. around for a while, for sure. And so I'm wondering if they're kind of going back to their roots in this album. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of like revisiting um, what they do really, really well. I like the lead vocals uh, voice. I think he's mm-hmm. got a great voice. I think that the band is really, it's obvious they've been playing for a while and they're really confident in their, because you could tell they're changing up their time signatures a little bit and they're, you know, they're doing fun things with mm-hmm. their, with their rhythms where, um, it's not just so basic. Right. But it's still a little predictable. I can see my, you know, putting this on and turning it way up and just kind of jamming, you know. What kinda. does jamming look like to you, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tapping my index finger on the steering wheel. Okay. Okay. No, you know, just like you know, a little bit of little bit of mini headbanging going on, a little mini bit headbanging. of Yeah, a little bit of, you know. Explain what mini headbanging <laughs> looks like or is like. It's like this. It's like it's a little bit like. So you're nodding. 
Anyways, I can see myself enjoying it. Good. Chef BDG mentions in the live chat that uh, we did this lead singer solo album uh, a few new, new music digests ago, and we Destin liked Dustin Kinsrew. Yeah, and we liked um, we liked his voice, but didn't like the mix because it was recorded live. Do you remember that? I do remember that yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. and I really enjoyed his voice. Maybe that's why it sounds familiar to me because he had he has a really um, powerful vibrato, or like he has a really strong vocal, and I remember that. Uh, that's interesting. All right. Okay, so first we have Peter Bjorn and John. Peter Bjorn. Bjorn. Bjorn mm-hmm. and Jahan. And then Tegan and Sarah. And then Tegan and Sarah. Uh, and then Thrice or Tihrice. 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 It's really, it's only appropriate that they were third, you know? Thrice. Wow. I just, totally missed that. I think it was very I important. I was like, what? If you are listening live to the podcast, feel free to put your vote in the chat. We will tally them up. Danae and I will also vote while you're thinking about it, while you're voting. We've got your single servings for the meal. Uh, these are uh, singles that came out over the you know the last few little bit for us to listen to. The full albums aren't out, but the first singles are. Uh, so let's take a listen. Well, first we'll... Uh, there we go. Let's take a listen. Uh, we'll start off with a single from Skillet. This one's called Stars. It's like Skillet doing the 80s sound, too. You spoke John Cooper has such a distinctive voice. You said in motion, time and space. But still you come and you call to me by name. But still you come and you call to me by name. If you can open stars and place, you can hold my heart. That's skillet, all right. It is indeed those crazy harmonies between husbo and wife. Husbo. It's surprising that's never caught on. Uh, Spencer Kane now. This one's called New Level. I want the hard to hear ya. Don't want to keep it on the low. Love it. Lord, you know I'm down for whatever. Totally. Want you to tell me where to go. I... A lot of us don't live life just living day to day. Yay. You're digging this. Uh, finally, one that makes me smile. <laughs> uh, so that's Spencer that Kane. Fun. Spencer Kane is who oh. that is. I just got the very rare New Music di- Digest Dine Shush. It happens once every few episodes. Just let me listen for a second. <laughs> All right, this next one is uh, Seth and Nerva. The song's called Brother. I'll give you a little context on Seth and Nerva here in a second. When I look into the face of my enemy, I see my brother. I see my brother. Oh, that's curious. the world make it a better place song? <laughs> no. I mean, 
mean, same concept, right? I'm curious about that one. Nerva is, uh, has been the female vocalist on Toby Max tours for Eva, Eva, Eva. I think Dorsaint is her last name. That's nice. I like that. That's a nice song. Uh, Toby Mac is in this one as well, doing a verse. It's a little repetitive. <laughs> Good message, though. All right, next one. This is the uh, band Chiverches. I think it's supposed Churches? to be Churches, but it's both of E. With Haley Williams, by the way. And Cindy Lauper. That is 80s. It's like I knew she was going to repeat herself. Yeah, I, exactly. I should just go with my gut and be like, and repeat. <laughs> uh, brand new music from the monkeys. Yes, like those, the monkeys? Yes, those monkeys. The, the monkeys. The monkeys. Okay. I'm so glad that I got her to think of. She's fine as any valentine. I think about her all the time. Cross my heart and hope to die. She's I wish so bad you could see the look on today's face. What are you thinking? What is going through your head right now? <laughs> It's I, the monkeys. I just, they're still singing strong. Yeah, they are. All right, this is a Dan and Shay. You can't, you can't diss the monkeys. No. They've been no. around too long. You just make a face that nobody can see. I, I wasn't thinking they were terrible. No, no, no. It wasn't just, it, no, no, no. Let me clarify. It wasn't this is terrible face. It was, I don't know what to do now face. Yeah. This is a beautiful song. Grandma and Grandpa painted a picture of 65 years in one little house more than a memory more than saying i do kiss you good nights and i love you me and you baby no like it no i want to oh, eat my so, shoe it's so it's so sweet and sad oh it's wonderful it's a All beautiful right. song it's a beautiful song there it is some single servings for you all right well danae you ready for our votes so we can play the fourth song from one of those three albums sure i'm ready all right what do we got well do you vote for peter bjorn and john mm-hmm. tegan and sarah mm-hmm. or thrice I vote Peter, Bjorn, and John. Me too. Yay! <laughs> it's anonymous. It's an anonymous. It's an anonymous. All right. Peter, Bjorn, and John, it is. Okay. For, before we go on to that. Okay, yeah. Jason in chat brings up that uh, Davy Jones died in 2012. Indeed he did. That was part of my confusion. I was <laughs> like, I thought that they weren't alive. Like, I'm thinking like zombie monkeys. Zombie monkeys are very scary. I it's it's they must have just replaced one of the singers. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, or no, no, they, no. I think they're just going. I mean, I don't know for sure. I think they're him? just going. You know, with the three of them. Okay. Here's a question. Here's a. Qu- I have a question for you. Trivia question. Before you look them up, can you name any of the other monkeys besides Davy Jones? Baboon. <laughs> Spider. <laughs> Chimpanzee. Uh, would you have even been able to name Davy Jones for the monkeys? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> I only remember Mickey Dolenz. I don't. I don't know who any Mickey of the Dolenz. Are. Is there a Peter? Was it? Was there a Peter something? Now you need to Google it. Who's, now, who's it, in the monkeys, Danae? Okay, hold on. Mickey Dolenz. All right, what do you Mickey got? Mickey Dolenz, Michael Nesmith. Ah, Nesmith. Peter Tork and Davy Jones. Peter Tork. Uh, so close. Michael Nesmith is the one whose mom like invented um, whiteout or something what? like that. Yeah, that's like the. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like his his family was rich from some invention of some sort. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, Peter, Bjorn, and John it is. You ready for song number four? Yeah, ready. Here we go. Are you regretting your decision? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Sounded like... You just said you appreciated their weird instruments. It sounded like... But... But it was so repetitive. Uh huh. And it was the same sound over and over again. Well, and it was like, shrill. And shrill, yeah. Yes, there was yes. a it was kind of it. like yeah. somebody was doing something really horrible to a window. <laughs> That's a good explanation. I don't think they're putting that on their album. Our music sounds like somebody is doing something horrible to a window. Danae Hughes. <laughs> I am so mean. Roller skates. Yes. It's a good point. It's the all skate version of New Music Digest. Oh, that sound is awful. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, it sounds like they're doing something awful to Windows. That's good. You know, you got to have something to define your sound, right? You gotta figure something out. <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out Shoe the Dough today in this new music digest. Uh, Shoe the Dough, part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at mixler.com slash shoe the dough. It's M I X L R. There's no Ian Mixler. Just remember that. M I X L R. Dot com slash shoe the dough. Also find out more about Aaron and Danae at AaronandDanae.com. Huge thanks uh, to our intro today. Thank you to Meg for doing that. Of course, you can record your intro by going to the website. Also, the intro music done by Chris Tilly. Thanks for doing that. And production assistance, as always, on the NMDs from Chef BDG. Thank you so much for putting that together. And uh, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters as well for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Support starts at a buck a month and comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Make the noise one more time. No. Just do it one more time. I don't even know how to do it again.
I've tried to flush it from my mind. No, if you can't, if you can't do it, I'm gonna play it. Don't play it again, Aaron. Well, then you better figure out how to make that noise. Don't make that noise. It's like it's calling a bad sea animal. (laughs) It's like a noise that you make before you're calling like some sort of like a zombie sea monkey. There you go. What's a zombie sea monkey sound like? Good enough for me. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.